Good morning and welcome to the Swollen, Bloated, and Puffy podcast. I'm Kathleen Listen, and in this podcast, I'm going to kind of expand on the information I share with you in the book, Swollen, Bloated, and Puffy, on how to reduce swelling after surgery, including plastic and orthopedic surgery, and also how to balance our immune systems. So today's topic is um, water and hydration, and I'm going to kind of take a step away from I usually share with you um, research and items based on my expertise as a certified lymphedema therapist, but today I'm really going to draw upon my education that I got at UCSD in exercise science. Um, So I'm going to share with you some tips for um, just really common sense hydration. And um, we all know that water is uh, super important. It helps our body. It's essential for our body. And um, the population that I learned about um, hyponatremia, which is too much water um, entering the body, um, is actually uh, first-time marathoners and like beginning triathletes who haven't really got their rhythm down as far as how to drink water during a multi-hour endurance exercise bout. But what I've noticed recently, um, it being August 1st here in San Diego, and it's quite hot, is that my uh, massage patients were coming to me and they were sharing that they were really wanting to make sure that they were properly hydrated and for um, one client, she actually shared with me that her strategy was that she wanted to drink a gallon of water um, the first four hours before she, you know, after she woke up in the morning, she was going to make sure she was hydrated by just drinking a large amount of water in the morning to really boost her system. And... Um, She was coming from a place of just wanting to be healthy and wanting to give her body this nourishing water. So what I did was I shared with her, um, I really encouraged her to learn about electrolytes and about the fact that our body needs a balance, a balance of water and electrolytes in order to take the water in and use it in the body. And if we don't have enough electrolytes, then the body can't use the water um, that we drink because our body has to have a balance and it's actually a very tight um, ratio of water to electrolytes. And if there's too much water and not enough um, salt to balance that water in the body, the body has to, our bodies just have to excrete it. So she was feeling like um, her idea for hydrating was really ineffective because she would drink so much water first thing in the morning and then she just felt like she was peeing it all out. And so that's why I really encouraged her to learn more, to go to the internet and research from reliable sources information on electrolytes and on how to get the proper balance in her body so her body could use that water um, for better health. 
So I would encourage you, if you are thinking of increasing your water um, as well, definitely um, drink it throughout the day. Um, Ayurveda will tell you to drink it in small sips and have lukewarm water um, and pay attention to the to your electrolyte balance so that your body can actually use the water efficiently and doesn't just have to urinate it out to keep the natural balance in in our body. So that is my two cents on electrolytes. And if you'd like to hear um, more information on how to reduce swelling, um, definitely pick up my book and keep on listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for subscribing um, and listening and have a great day. On this segment of the Swollen, Bloated, and Puffy podcast, I want to talk about um, a subject that maybe we joke about just a little bit too much so it doesn't get taken as seriously as it should. Um, And this is kind of catapulting off of uh, the section I put in the middle of the book, um, Swollen, Bloated, and Puffy, um, on bloating and specifically like constipation and abdominal issues. So that's a very great segment to read to... um, kind of check in on your bowels and see if you can't go to the bathroom a little more easily. And then I want to share today um, something different and that is some information on menstruation and our periods. And the one joke, I guess, sarcastic uh, remarks, I used to always hear and I hear it um, ever since I had my period when I got 16, is that periods are supposed to be painful. There's um, commercials for pills we can take and sometimes there's like subscription gift boxes and people talk about cramping and you know have many negative nicknames for our periods. And it makes me wonder if some people who have cyclical pain that has um, been linked to their periods, and then maybe even um, after 10 or 20 years of that cyclical period pain, it can just morph into a constant pain expressed in the low back or the pelvis. That pain is not normal. Having pain um, during our periods is not normal and it's it's worthy of a doctor's visit. And there's a there's a cause, there's a disease um, that might possibly cause this period pain, and it's called endometriosis. And endometriosis is not completely well understood, but there's a theory that it is tissue like the tissue, um, endometrial tissue that lines our um, uterus is growing outside of our uterus. So estrogen in our systems is causing it to change. And sometimes this um, endometrial like tissue can start manufacturing its own estrogen. And this happening in our bodies is causing pain. Um, And the interesting thing about endometriosis is just an MRI or an ultrasound will not accurately diagnose it. Um, There can be false negatives. What should happen, the gold standard of treatment is 
um, laparoscopy, investigative laparoscopy. And this information I'm getting is from Michelle Lyons. She did an excellent interview on the Pelvic Health Podcast, which is an Australian podcast. Um, recently and spoke all about endometriosis and she's also extensively quoted in my book so I'm a big fan of her. She talks to us in uh, Swollen, Bloated and Puffy about constipation and um, she's a pelvic health, um, pelvic health physiotherapist in Ireland and she just shared a lot of information about endometriosis And the bottom line I want to say in this segment is that if you're having this period pain or if you had period pain when you were younger and it's just worked its way into a constant pain and she also talks about um, endo belly so after meals you'll get bloating in your belly and this can be caused by the endometriosis it's worth it to educate yourself more on this disease and see if the symptoms might be matching some of the symptoms you're having and just have the courage to go to your doctor and repeatedly ask the questions and ask for the tests because uh, Michelle Lyon said sometimes it's years in between the first pain and the first doctor visit and when you actually get a diagnosis and can start getting treated effectively. So it's worth it to learn about um, this disease if you're having that kind of symptoms. Uh, Have a great day. Bye-bye.